everything beautiful begins on the inside and radiates out, whether it's our personal beauty or that of our business and branding. Welcome to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out with host Bonnie Bonadeo. In our show, we help you find the success that you deserve by challenging you to take an outside and inside look at your branding and business. Now, here's your host, Bonnie Bonadeo. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out, where static is your enemy in 2020. And it's all about finding your brand frequency to be able to grow. I am your host, brand expert and guide. And I love having this conversation about helping businesses to be able to be seen. And that is becoming more and more challenging as technology kind of steps into the landscape. We all think that it's becoming easier, but the truth is it's not. Now, today we're going to get just a little bit more personal because this is my fifth New Year's show that I'm doing. I think it's my 227th episode. Um, And for the past three months, I went from changing my brand uh, on the show from beauty inside and out to beautiful brands inside and out. And today we're going to melt those two together to be able to help you understand how you have a personal brand and then you may be business and you have a business brand. And we're going to talk about some of those brands that I focused on over the last three months and what made them unique and what separated them from other competitive type companies that are in their same industry in there. So we're going to transfer the conversation to you so that you can also see the difference and look for those areas of opportunities that what might be uh, your uniqueness. How are you going to look different? What's going to separate you in the sea of sameness out there? So let's talk about some of the companies that we uh, spoke with over the last three months. Uh, So from October, November, and December of last year, we had some really great brand, uh, strong brands that came on, and they each had a very unique defining point of difference that had them be successful and kind of how they made their mark. Um, And we looked at what that was. So one of the areas of opportunities was we talked with a gal. So this, this one would be closely related to my type of business where I am my business and my, what I do is help customers. So I'm kind of a single person business. Um, And for me, it was, and for me, it's about my expertise. It's about what I know of how I can help other people. Well, that was the same thing for our guest, Kara Shell. She was an expert in her field. And what that allowed her to do was make connections based on her expertise. And so what could, what happens then is that people have the opportunity to be able to count on her to deliver the results that she has had proven track record to deliver. So expertise was part of her big brand. Then we talked with Eric at the body shop and that was a, a nutritional coaching company. And his point of difference was that they were very hands-on with their clients in regards to helping them with their nutritional uh, opportunities because everybody is uh, – we're all saying that, oh, we want to be healthier, right? This is the New Year's resolution. We want to be healthier. We want to lose weight. Well, unless you're getting the support of somebody that can help make that happen for you, it may not happen for you. And you're going to end up rolling through all of 2020 and get right back to where you started going into 2021 and not having achieved any of those goals. So they are experts in nutritional coaching. And what they would do is have you look at all of the things you're doing and eating, all the things you're not doing or not eating, and then be able to help guide you to be able to make that point a difference in there. So it was really about that personal touch for people and having them be more aware of where they're failing in their own goal setting that they're trying to achieve. We talked with Chris from Cella. We talked about the story of Cella. Now, Cella is an eyebrow company. And eyebrows are a big thing right now. But here he is, this multi-million dollar company, and he's only focusing in on brows. But that was by design. So Chris was one of my customers that I coached, and that was by design, was to be able to have him narrow into a category that he could be so strong in that from that point, then he can expand into other areas. So Chella's point of difference was not only kind of like falling into one part of a cosmetic, a a huge cosmetic company, right? Because most cosmetic companies have everything. They have lipstick, they have mascaras, they have foundations and blushes. 
And he only focused in on browse until he built a brand on browse that now he can expand into eyeshadows, eyelashes, um, and other parts of the eyes. And then eventually, I bet Chella is going to be a big cosmetic mogul as well and, and expand into all the other types of products in there. But what also made uh, Chella different from a brand perspective was that Chris, the founder and president of the company, um, was n- not going to fail. Like his personal brand was all about producing the results he needed in order to have the success that he wanted. So he was a big, he's a big part of that potential success. Yes, quality products can be a a winning formula, but good leadership, perseverance, quality products becomes an even better winning formula. Uh, We talked with Daisy from Banish and she had a very unique story and and an incredible brand strategy uh, that she didn't even know it was a brand strategy to begin with. And so she was somebody that at, as a teenager suffered from severe acne and ended up finally being courageous enough and started to go on YouTube to be able to share some of the challenges she was facing with acne. Now, part of it was she was looking for help for her own problem. The, what happened, though, was that tons of other people started to share their problems as well. And when she realized that there wasn't an ideal solution for people that had severe acne, she knew that that was her mission to be able to find, create, develop a product that was going to meet the needs of all of these people. So her million followers on YouTube um, came to her for help, and she ended up creating a product called Banish to be able to help them with acne and acne scarring. Yeah. Uh, we talked with Melinda from Boom Boom Brow. Here's another, here's another brow example. Now, this wasn't necessarily based on a brow product that you can buy, but it was based on a brow service. And Melinda had a great story because she opened up her very first location in New York City right at the time of the recession. And at that time of the recession, she was thinking, how am I going to survive? I just signed this lease on New York real estate. How am I going to survive? Now, mind you, a brow service only takes like 10 or 15 minutes, but it, you don't, they only charge you somewhere between maybe 30 and $45. So she's got to do a lot of brows in order to make that kind of money and have success that she's looking for and the impact that she wanted to be able to have. Um, but she knew her point of difference was this is a very quick service. You can get it done before you go into work. You can get it done while you're at lunch. And because of the quality of her service, you couldn't even tell that she had waxed your brows or that she had cleaned up your brows. There was no after effect. Uh, Like a lot of times, if you have that service done and it's not done well, it can look like you have burn marks on there. But she had a quality service and she knew she could do it in a very quick amount of time. And that's what built her reputation in her business. And now she has a very successful uh, New York City location called Boom Boom Brows. Yeah. Uh, my friend Candy Shaw, she is the founder of Sunlight's Balayage. And she took a particular category, um, the color category, which is huge in the professional market. And for those of you that are listening and watching as well, she took one part of that category, not the whole category. She didn't take on color and coloring and, you know, all that stuff. She took one part of the category and she created an educational company. And in that educational company developed a product that met the needs of the actual education she was teaching, which is a clay lightener to be able to do a balayage technique, which creates a very natural, uh, longer-lasting highlight effect, kind of a, a very sun-kissed highlight effect. And so she started with the education and the technique and then built a product to be able to support it. Now, now she can expand into other parts of that color category or even into the shampoos, conditioners, and other items like that to support her educational brand in there. Uh, my other friends, Philip and Mary Wilson, they created a line called Wilson Collective. And their point of difference was, is that there are so many shampoos and conditioners out there um, that consumers are getting confused by the choices of what they would want to buy. 
they wanted to create a line that was going to meet the needs of men and women. They wanted the fragrance to be able to be natural, but also not be too feminine or too masculine. Uh, they wanted a small line that could meet a lot of hair needs uh, without having to complicate things. And one of the very unique things that they did is they wrapped a van in their logo and started traveling around the United States to be able to touch hairstylists and salon owners and talk about their brand and tie in some of the educational elements that they had as well, which they're going to continue to keep doing going into this next year. One of my favorite conversations was with Daniel Kaner from uh, Orbe. So we, the, we talked about the story of Orbe. And Orbe is another hair care line that has had a tremendous amount of success. And a big part of it is the Orbe, the man, the hairstylist that was a part of the organization. He's since passed. Um, and Daniel Kaner, who is the president and co-founder of the line. And yes, they created a quality line. And yes, they created beautiful, very elegant, high-end packaging to the line. So not only did they have the integrity of what was in the bottle, but they also had a look and feel that showcased the quality of the product on the outside of the bottle as well. But in my mind, some of the success that I see knowing Daniel Kaner uh, personally was his leadership style. So how he built the brand and how he got it to the next level and how he's continued to keep the brand strong and going, even after Orbe's passing, was because of Daniel's leadership. So that's how he created that brand uh, significance in there. And then our last show of the year, we had um, uh, five of my co-authors for a book, Women Standing Strong, which we'll talk about in a little bit. But the unique point of difference in that was that 12 women came together to collaborate on a book and share their stories. Um, and in the end, the book became a compilation of the most amazing gifted women that I've ever had the opportunity and experience to be able to work with. So uh, excited to be able to um, share a little bit more of that with you as well as we kind of progress on in here. Okay, so I want to go back to my brand tagline, and we're going to talk about it from this point, static. If you have static, then you're going to struggle in certain areas. So whether those areas are relationships, money, energy, inertia, where did you struggle in 2019 that you could say, I had static going on in this particular arena. Because if you had static, then that means that it wasn't clear. Okay, We might be in some of the best economic times of our country right now here in the USA um, and even other parts of the world because I know I've got lots of listeners out there. But it seems harder and harder to be able to make a buck, uh, grow your business, uh, find that work-life balance if it actually, in fact, does exist. And this is where static is your enemy. When you don't have a clear focus and you don't have a clear plan and you don't have a clear direction of who you are or what you offer, then static is going to get the best of you. And I think at some point in all of our personal and even business side of our careers, we've probably experienced where we didn't feel like we had the clarity that we needed to have the success or the outcome that we wanted. And of course, we all get tripped up by the very infamous approach of um, how. How do I uh, grow? How do I make more money? How do I make enough money to survive? How do I find a healthy relationship? Or how do I find uh, someone to love um, or get married to? How do I get healthy? How do I lose weight? And that how question starts becoming the predominant focus of why static exists. And a lot of reasons, and you've probably heard this before, I think Simon Sinek is, is pretty famous for this, uh, this philosophy as well, where if you can understand the why, uh, the how shows up, the how will show up. And what we're not focusing on is why we want this to happen and why it's important for us to even have it. And the truth is, is we might be doing two things. We might be doing too much, which is creating static. Or we might not be doing enough, which is creating confusion to our customers. So it's sporadic and static, 
or it's too much and it's confusing. And both of those are not creating an opportunity to have predictability in your brand message, in your brand persona, in your selling of your products or services. Um, And then what's happening is you're thinking it's not working. So you stop doing it or you start doing something else, you shift or you get off track um, or you end up adding more to it. More posting, more activity, more outreach, more research, more ads, more, more, more. And the truth is more becomes exhausting. I'm I'm exhausted even having this conversation about more because I committed um, at the end of 2019, I can't believe it's already 2020, I committed at the end of 2019 that I was not going to be doing more. I was going to be doing less and I was going to do it better. And um, I've had to really, I like doing a lot of things. I, like a lot of people, have that shiny syndrome where I'm like, ooh, I want to do that. Ooh, I should try that. Ooh, look at what this person's doing. And I have to trust that what I know and in the expertise that I'm in, that if I just stay true to what I do well and I'm consistent at it, Um, and I'm leading it, and I'm providing a good service with quality results, that that will be the growth that I need. And I want you guys to think about that right now. I want you to think, is that going to be enough for you as well? Is that something that you can look at doing too? Now, here's what's happening in the landscape of everything that's going on. We are lucky. We are so lucky today to be able to have this opportunity of having social media as a platform. And in most cases, we're not paying for it or we're not paying a lot to be able to have access to it. But because everybody has kind of this even playing field in regards to this whole digital presence that's going on right now, that there's so much of it out there that we've lost the trust, the uniqueness and the expertise to what's happening. So some people are really good at promoting themselves. I've always prided myself on my promotion, but now I have to look at it from a perspective of, is it connecting to trust with clients and potential consumers? Because there's so many other people out there doing it as well. Uh, My coach, I heard her say the other day, (laughs) I heard her say the other day, she's like, I could throw a rock out my window and hit a coach. And I laughed and um, I'm glad that, you know, the coaching business has grown as much as it has, but I'm also one of them. So all that means is that I'm in now an even more competitive market and I have to be more brand savvy in order to separate myself from every other coach that's out there and really define what my messaging is and how I help people to be able to do that. So one of the, one of the ways that I want to be able to support that is to be able to build more trust in the way that we're putting our brands out there. And that ties into being able to share your story, that ties into being authentic, it ties into integrity. And it doesn't tie into necessarily promoting what you do or the products that you offer or the services that you offer, okay? Sometimes trust is not in promoting the products or services. Sometimes trust is built on people trusting you as a human being enough to want to do business with you. So when we don't trust others and we, we start to then not trust ourselves and what we're doing, and therein lies the problem of frequency. And frequency is when we're out of alignment with who we are, and then we're not holding ourselves necessarily um, accountable to that trust. And frequency is two things. It's dialing in on that energy that we want to manifest. And it's also then being consistent and continuous to stay on that frequency channel. And I can tell you that in today's society, you know, the microwave society, the I want it now, I want it now, um, we absolutely positively have a hard time staying consistent and continuous to be able to see the type of results and success that we want today. Um, 
an example of that. You know, we're, we're like prime industry right now. You know, uh, we want it the next day. And Amazon has delivered. And with Amazon delivering in that capacity, we absolutely don't want to tolerate somebody that says, oh, yeah, you'll get it in two weeks, right? So we, uh, I'm going on a trip next week to the islands. We're going out to our boat um, in the British Virgin Islands. And in order to take my dog to the British Virgin Islands, um, I have to put her through a series of tests. She has to go to the vet. They have to do uh, everything to be able to make sure that she's in good health. They have to be able to physically give her like a Lyme pill and a tick flea pill. Uh, she has to be current on all of her shots. And then we take all this paperwork and we have to take it to the USDA to get that approved. And then when we actually get to the British Virgin Islands, we have to go visit a vet um, that does a little run through check, make sure the paperwork's all in order. And then my dog is free to be in the British Virgin Islands for a week for a week. All of that is only good for 90 days. Every 90 days that we take um, my dog Lily down to the islands, we have to repeat that process. Now, obviously, she doesn't have to get more shots because they're good for a year or three years or whatever. But we have to go through all that process with the vet, the USDA, and then visiting a vet in the British Virgin Islands. And so we knew that we were coming into some tight timelines. And we also knew that there was a couple holidays in the middle of the week over the past um, with Christmas and New Year's. And so I paid the expedited service um, to, have the, the, to have the rabies titer test uh, approval process done in a shorter amount of time. And as the month was going on and we hadn't received back any notification, I started to panic that we weren't going to get it in time before we were leaving. So I kept calling the vet and saying, you know, can you call them? Can you see if you can put a rush on this? I mean, I did pay almost $200 for an expedited service. And she said to me, she goes, well, their expedited service is two to six weeks. And I just thought, well, that is just unacceptable. As a consumer, that is unacceptable, right? Two to six weeks. Now, mind you, it was a test and they had to ship it out of state. But as consumers, we just, we don't want to hear that anymore. We want it to, we want it now. We want it tomorrow. And part of what happens with our brand consistency and our frequency category is we get way bored with what we're doing well before the client probably has had a chance to experience it or see it because there's so much to see. It might have floated by 10 times before there was notice to it. They might be busy with other things before they saw your advertisement, your post, your Facebook ad or Instagram story, whatever that is. So we have to just continually be consistent with that. It's like the old radios back in the day, you know, you got to move the dial to be able to get through the static, to be able to get to a station. And then it was like, oh, that's a classic station. And then you keep rolling. Oh, that's country Western. And you kept rolling. There's some rock and roll that I wanted to listen to. Today, it's just pushing buttons and there's no static in between pushing the buttons. It automatically takes you to that frequency. So you don't have to tolerate static. Now, unless your business is set up to not have to go through any static and everything is 100% automated, which I know many of us are not, then we have to manage the static that we're creating for our customers, which is creating confusion and which is creating lack of trust in our marketplace in there. So... Our title today is The Story of Your New Year, and we're going to talk about, um, after we come back from a break, do you want excitement or anxiety? Because that, that ability to manage the static and find that frequency can give you either excitement, anxiety, both. And we're going to talk about how excitement and anxiety are the same emotion and you're going to have to help your mind decipher the difference between the two because I want you in 2020 to be able to have the return on your investment. I also want you to manage the static, which I think is a risk on your inaction as well. Okay, So you want to be able to dial in this year and not have to do too much, but make sure that you're doing enough and you're doing it continuously and consistently to be able to uh, measure that excitement and anxiety that's happening in growing your business. Or maybe it's a personal goal that you're looking to do as well. Yeah. 
All right. So we're going to take a quick break here, you guys, but I want to check in with people on Facebook here. Hi, oh, oh Gerard. Thank you so much. I hope you had a uh, Merry Christmas and a very happy new year. Charlotte, thanks for joining us. I see Deborah's here. Uh, thank you. Yes, it is very true, right? We have to be consistent. Um, and I saw Gloria was with us as well. Thanks, you guys, for showing up and uh, taking part of this. Um, I'm always excited to be able to do this new year conversation to set the tone for um, all that we can accomplish going into this new year. And also what we need to know that's happening that's a little different than what we may have done before in doing business. Okay, so we're gonna take a quick break. Uh, I promise to be back. We're gonna talk about anxiety and excitement, how to define the two so that we can get our business off and running, or maybe that it's a personal goal that you wanna achieve this year and how all of this applies to that. So stay with me, we'll be right back. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Are you looking to uncover your authentic self? Looking to improve your communication, selling, or public speaking skills? Discover Naked Audience Productions trainings on public speaking, leadership, sales, and healing. Mastering the art of authentic communications can change your life in many ways. From promotions to profits to enhancing any relationship, whether it's business or personal, finding and speaking your naked truth is a beautiful thing. Visit www.napevents.com or call 877-319-2403. That's napevents.com or 877-319-2403. After years of waiting, there's a radio show for shotgunning enthusiasts worldwide. Tune into Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation for the very best in wing and clay shooting talk. Join Marty and his guests as they bring you hunting and shooting information that you can use. So whether you're a beginner or a seasoned pro, this show can be your go-to source for wing and clay shooting information. Listen live every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern, 3 p.m. Pacific for Marty Fisher's Wing and Clay Nation. On the Voice America Variety channel your favorite voice america talk radio network shows and hosts are in your car outdoors and wherever you need them to be listen anywhere get our mobile app for iphone blackberry or android at the apple itunes app store blackberry app world or android market become our friend on facebook post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline visit facebook.com forward slash voice america Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are listening to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out with Bonnie Bonadeo. If you have a question or comment about our show, please send an email to Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. That's Bonnie at BonnieBonadeo.com. Now back to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. This is my fifth annual New Year's show that we're doing here. And we're talking about static and frequency. And those being the two things that are affecting your brand and not having your business have the traction that I think that you want it to need. And when we talked about static in, in the first half, we talked about how static is also affecting trust issues right now with consumers because there's so much static going on that we're confusing our clients as to what we're offering. And then what we're doing on the other side, under the frequency side, is we're not being consistent enough or continuous enough to be able to eliminate some of those trust issues uh, so that our clients can see we're legit, we're in this particular business, we stay true to our brand, our brand focus, and eventually they will want to do business with us because they see that we're in it for the long haul. They see that we're in it for the long run, and we want to be able to do that. Now, I talked about how uh, this, the title of our show is the story of your new year. So we're going to transfer um, some of this conversation now over to you. And we talked about um, how we're going to define excitement and anxiety going into this. Because 
business is challenging today. Uh, Growing a business is harder and harder. Counting on people to support you to grow that business is getting more and more difficult. And even though we have automation, we have um, opportunities, we have social media to be able to support us out there. What we also have is a thousand other people doing the same thing. And then we're not standing out. We're not looking unique. We don't have a point of difference that is having people want to do business with us over another competitor in there. Now, excitement and anxiety are two of the same, it's the same emotion, okay? So as far as the brain is concerned, it doesn't know how to define the difference between excitement and anxiety because it goes into that part that says, if you don't manage this part right here emotionally, your brain is going to choose for you and it's always gonna choose anxiety. It's always gonna choose you're not safe. And if it chooses anxiety over excitement, then what's going to happen is that you're going to release cortisol into your system and it's going to put you into fight, flight, freeze syndrome. And then you're going to exert a lot of energy and a lot of momentum in just trying to manage that negative emotion and the cortisol in your system. So now I want you to take that example and I want you to put that into your business. If your business is showcasing itself with anxiety, if you're rushing to get sales or it looks like you're desperate or you're not clear on your messaging or you're not taking the time to really um, connect with your customers, then what's happening is that you're dealing with the aftermath of a cortisol type emotion that's the hormone in there that's happening and it is creating mistrust. It's creating confusion and mistrust. Now, the other side of it is excitement. So the only way that you can kind of like tell your brain to shift from anxiety to excitement is to be able to have it understand that you're happy about it. Now, excitement can still look like stress. Anxiety can look like stress. And both of them can play a role in how the outcome and the impact happens here. But if you can, if you can trick your brain to be able to have excitement in there, it's going to produce the hormone serotonin. And that's going to make things happy. And then your body is going to like have this rush of adrenaline that's going to be positive to be able to help you stay consistent and not feel as though you're in that desperate act of trying to survive. That instead, you're in excitement, which is attached to thriving in there. Yeah. So I want you to be able to dial into this year and not have that feeling of anxiety, doing too much, not doing enough, and to be able to make sure that that conversation is going into a level of excitement. And how you're going to have to do that is a combination of being present with your customers, being present and putting yourself out there. You're going to have to start developing more opportunities for visibility and being live so that they can get to know you and place trust on you, okay? If everything is automated and everything is digital, um, your customers are not going to connect with it as well. And I promise you, it's probably gonna create some anxiety for you when you try to keep everything in that digital world like that. Um, I like the balance of both. And I can tell you going into 2020 and beyond, that the balance of both is going to be really critical. Uh, I think live events are going to make a comeback. I think people are going to want to come back together and be connected. I know for a fact that the younger generations, millennial and below, are in high levels of anxiety because they're having to be compared. Their, their, their lives on social media are so curated that they don't feel like they can compete or they don't compare to the lives that they're looking at of other people. But we all know that the majority of that is fake news. The majority of what people are posting on there might be a minute in time, but what we're not seeing is what's behind the scenes with everybody. You know, I, I found the last six months of my life being um, incredibly difficult. You know, I lost my father in July and anytime you go through a tragedy like that, um, some type of, of high level tragic event like that, 
your body goes into what they call grieving process. And part of the grieving process is that you are hijacked. In other words, you're ultra sensitive to things around you. And being ultra sensitive means that anxiety can be high um, and logic can be low. Your logic can be low. So you might be slow to respond to things. Um, Things might create um, hijacked feelings for you. And when you're hijacked, when your emotional brain is um, kind of ruling your life and, and directing you in that capacity, and the logical part of your brain is not kind of the lead part of this, then they call that a hijack. And what that means is that your ability to comprehend, your ability to be able to to analyze things and be logical to things gets reduced. And sometimes it gets reduced by 75% when you're in that. So I know over the last six months that I've had a high level of anxiety. Um, And I also know that when I took time off to be with my family while my father was sick and in his passing, that the impact was going to be, because I'm a solopreneur, the impact was going to be that I was probably going to have less business. So not only am I grieving the loss of my father, I'm now grieving the loss of money on customers. Um, And so the end of my year started turning into a high anxiety time. Um, And I knew what I needed to do to manage it, but it didn't mean that I was managing it well at all at times. It meant sometimes I was trying to manage it and sometimes I was not. But I did, I mean, I have the tools to be able to support me to be better. And those are the tools that I want to share with you guys a little bit today of of how you can get through this, because I don't want you to spend this entire year in anxiety. Now, we are in an election year. We're also in a great economic timeline right now, which we all know that what goes up must come down. So I think that as businesses, we need to prepare ourselves to be really rock solid this year so that we can weather whatever might be coming down the pipeline for us. So if the economy doesn't stay high, if um, business is going to get more difficult, if people are going to get tighter on their purse strings as as this year progresses, you want to know that your business is in a safe place to be able to continue to stay in business in there. Yeah. So one of the first things that you want to do, here's some of the tools for your branding success here is I want you to realize, go back to you and know why you exist. Okay. You started a business for a reason or you're in business for a reason, or you're in a position for a reason. And I want you to recognize why you exist. Now for me, it's connection. Like I know that my personal brand mantra is connection. It's, I have to be connected. If I'm not, if I'm withdrawn, if I'm, not putting myself out there, if I'm not doing live events or attending live events, I feel very disconnected. And when I feel very disconnected, um, I get depressed. I have high anxiety or I get depressed. And neither one of those are helping my business in my frequency of consistency in there. Um, In my personal life, I know that I want to be able to devote more time to my fiance and the lifestyle that we're leading right now. And my family, of course, I want to be there for my family, especially with the loss of my father. My mother is, uh, I want to make sure that my mother um, maintains a level of living that she uh, is is still excited to be alive. Um, my friends and the friends that, that my fiance and I share together. I know that this past year I did a lot of development on myself and I expanded my knowledge. So I made investments in programs. I made investments in certifications. I made investments in coaching, all of that to be able to uh, support this next level of consistency and frequency that I'm trying to attain, you know, so a personal coach uh, to be able to help me manage my belief systems, because I I believe that's a big part of our success and failure. And then of course, a business coach to help me to manage my strategy And that's been a big part of it. So I want you to think about why do you exist? What is your reason that you exist? And it doesn't really have anything to do with what you offer. It has more to do with the connection that you can make with other people in order for you to have a better life and for them to have a better life, right? My entire goal in life, I think some part of my foundation is always balancing intellect to intuition. Um, 
doubt and insecurities, uh, being courageous and brave at times, balancing all of those things to be able to help me uh, overcome the anxiety that I feel a lot of times. Yeah. So in business, I want you to think about what are you doing that is that is working? What, what are you doing that's working right now? Okay. So for me and my connection, I know that my visibility factor works for me because um, it gives me a platform to be able to make those connections with people. They've heard me talk. They trust what I'm saying. Um, they add, they see value in what I'm doing. And then that provides me the opportunity to be able to make that connection back. Um, and so I look at connection in doing things like this. So this is a digital and a live connection here. It's a combination of both, um, to be able to have that support in there and to be able to make an impact for others, which then in turns makes an impact for me. Yeah. Um, now there's also the written connection and the written connection is, uh, which I'm proud to say I have seven best-selling collaborative books, uh, the next one will be a book I'm doing all on my own. But in the meantime, I have thoroughly enjoyed collaborating with several different authors um, on a particular topic or for a particular purpose in writing books. And I, I love, I still love reading books and I still love having books in my hands with that. So I've had the opportunity to work on some books that are like uh, success and beauty. And this was my very first book. And I got to tell you guys, I, I put a story in there that when it came time to promote the book and really get it in the hands, I was scared. I had a huge amount of anxiety because I shared this story about my past um, that I was a little embarrassed to have out there. And so I felt embarrassed to be able to kind of help support promoting the book. Um, but I also understood that it was a very healing process for me. And that led me to these next two books to be able to overcome that in Success and Beauty, again, as a series. And as I kind of got to the, the final Success and Beauty book, I was able to really wrap up that story, but also heal that story that I had shared in the first one and be proud of the written word and the collaboration with these other women, because I knew that they were experiencing that as well. Um, I had the opportunity to go into empowering you transforming lives, um, which is a, um, a, a daily inspirational book. So there's 365 pages in here, one for each day. Um, and I'm really proud of the eight different chapters that I have in here. And for January coming up on the 18th, uh, is manifesting your true desire, and Wayne Dyer being uh, one of uh, one of my heroes here. He says, "Within all of us is the divine capacity to manifest and attract all that we need and desire," and that's true. But when anxiety um, sets in over excitement, then it makes it a little bit more difficult to be able to do that. And I really believe that you have the power to bring that ultimate desire to life. And so, dedicating some time to being able to write, whether it's journaling, whether it's collaborating in book projects like I have, whether it's writing your own book, uh, which my fiance is doing right now. He's writing his own book and I'm very excited about um, everything that he's writing and all that he's going to be putting out there. So I'll be able to share that with you next time. Uh, and actually this chapter that I did in this book, The Power of 50, was a group of women that are over 50. I know, I know, I am. I'm over 50. I'll have to admit it now. It's 2020. I must. Um, and I wrote in here, and the chapter that I did in this book was really interesting because I really struggled with writing a chapter. I'm like, I do not want to share my story over and over again in all these collaborative books. So I titled it, Have Your Own Dreams. And what I discovered as I was writing this chapter with Have Your Own Dreams, I discovered I kind of didn't have my own dreams, that I was excited for my fiance to have his dreams, which was buying a boat, which um, he has done. And it's also what he's writing his book around is um, the, the adventures of sailing um, in kind of a fable uh, approach to it and kind of a, a, a business and fable approach to it. But what I realized is that I'm writing a story about have your own dreams and I didn't even have any dreams. Um, and by the time I got done with this chapter in this book, I really had to do some soul searching of what are my dreams. And I did discover that 
a big part of my dream was being able to have a relationship, a healthy, loving relationship that I could support him in having his dreams. And in turn, those dreams come true. But one of my dreams is to be able to have my own book. So I'm working on that one. Um, then I went into kind of more of the business sector book, which was experts and influencers. And that I think is where I'm going to spend some time expanding going into the next year. And then the latest copy, of course, which we just launched this past week is Women Standing Strong Together. And uh, it's a collaborative book of 12 women. And this one is still available on Amazon for only $8.99 for the paper book. And of course, the Kindle is very reasonable, I think at like 99 cents. So take advantage of that one. I'm taking that one on the boat with me to be able to read it from start to finish because these women that I had the chance to collaborate with, um, I have adored. I've adored all of the connection that we've had together in there. And Deborah is one of them who's listening to us right now, Deborah. So feel free to chime in, Deborah, and add, uh, add your input to it as well. So one of the ways that I stay connected is I write books. I want you to think about how can the written connection work for you? Um, can you write email campaigns? Can you write more posts? Um, that support your journey, not necessarily your selling of products, but some of your journey. Um, what are ways that you can collaborate? Maybe it's time to start a blog. Uh, what are you an expert in and how can you take that written word and be able to make that connection with people so that it feels authentically you and yet showcases some expertise as to what you do in order to build your business in 2020? Okay. Now we're going to go into the digital connection, which I know a lot of people are intimidated by this, and I, I don't want you to be intimidated by this. The digital connection would be like this, my radio show, um, online events, online uh, uh, educational programming, social media, and those things is where I want to be able to help 100 people to be able to grow their business, okay, is mastering that uh, that person, in-person, and digital presence to be able to help grow their brand. But I know the struggle for people is, is they don't know how to do a website. They don't really understand social media. They don't understand the platforms that are available to them and some of the automation that's available to them. But that's where I want to be able to help for sure. And as I said before, I really do believe that live events and live connections is going to make a comeback. So um, if you are interested in attending a live event, um, go to my Facebook page, um, Beauty Inside and Out Show, and you'll see some opportunities of some live events that I have coming up. But I do have something that I'm going to share with you before we close out our show today that's happening um, on January 13th that could be a next step to this here. All right. Decide on your intentions. Uh, set up your goals and define those tasks. There's your strategy right there. Your intention is internal. Your goals are what you want to accomplish. Your tasks are the action and energy and the frequency in order to achieve those goals that you're trying to achieve at that point. See, what we, what we tend to do is we tend to do too much. If you're like me, you we tend to do too much. So I want you to look at goals maybe three goals to maximum five goals for the entire year, big goals that you're going to have to break down into many tasks in order to accomplish them. And I want you to look at what those things are. And the program that I'm going to share with you before we close here in a couple of minutes is going to help you because we're going to do some worksheets on that. We're going to do some exercises and worksheets. All right. So we're going back to anxiety and excitement. Too much, not enough. I want you to release any of that anxiety. I want you to turn it into excitement this year. Now, I've talked about in the last four years how I always do this white rock ceremony where I pick a word for the year. And I want you to know that my word for the year, there's my white rock, is trusted guide. I want to be a trusted guide because I understand that trust is a factor going into this year. And I want to be able to guide people to be able to understand that same level of trust that they can have in their own marketing and branding. And then I did a personal word for myself um, that not necessarily, I'm going to share it with you guys, but it's not necessarily something that I'm going to share overall. And that is being relentless. I'm going to be relentless. Okay. Uh, and relentless means I need to be present. I need to be visible. I need to be annoying. I need to be connected. I need to be clear. I need to be strategic. Uh, I need to be compassionate. But most of all, I need to be me. So here's what I want to share with you in regards to what's coming up. I'm doing a five-day challenge. It's a free challenge, and it's called Vision Blast 2020. 
Okay. So five days, it's only 30 minutes a day. You're going to listen to a 30 minute session that I'm going to do on my Facebook page. Um, and then there's going to be a worksheet or an exercise that you're going to do. So it's going to be 45 minutes of your time a day for five days to be able to help you plan and strategically work through having success in 2020 and beyond. And here's how you're going to find that. You're going to go to www.visionblast2020.com, visionblast2020.com. Register there. It's free. That's going to give you the information of what Facebook page to go to. And um, it's going to be fun. You guys, it's going to be fun. I put some really good stuff together. The exercises are uh, really going to help support where that static is in your life and where you need to create that frequency and consistency to have the success that you want to have. So, again, it's visionblast2020.com. Register free going to be 30 minutes a day from January 13th to January 19th, uh, 17th, 13th through the 17th, um, 30 minute sessions, and then you'll have some homework to be able to do. So figure 45 minutes at max um, to be able to join me. And you don't have to be live with me at that time that I'm doing it, which is going to be 12 Eastern Standard Time, um, But you, because you can go back into the page and be able to watch it at your leisure um, each day to be able to play catch up if you're working or whatever. All right, you guys, that is the brand called You, and this is beautiful brands inside and out. I appreciate all of what you guys have, uh, have shared with me, the support that you've given me, the listening, the following. Um, in all these past years, I've got one more show that I'm doing live, and then I'm converting my show to a podcast after that. Um, and uh, I'm excited about that as well, because it's going to free up some more time for me to do some other projects and more live events like that. So thank you, as always, for being a part of Beauty Inside and Out and Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Be sure to go check out visionblast2020.com. Join me. I'm ready. I'm ready for you to join me in this. And as always, remember that it's about being you in beauty. Happy New Year, everybody. Thank you for listening to Beautiful Brands Inside and Out. Please join your host, Bonnie Bonadeo, again next Thursday afternoon at 5 p.m. Eastern Time, 2 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have a great week. 